0: Welcome to the podcast!
1: Come be part of the conversations that happen around my kitchen table.
2: He's John Brandyon and he's been a stand-up comic for more than 30 years.
1: She's Amanda McKinney and she's been my daughter for her whole life.
2: Our family believes laughter is a gift from God. We often discover it while discussing culture, faith, and family.
1: So go ahead and pull up a chair, neighbor. Can I call you Carl? There's plenty of room here for you. Uh, Hey, Carl, welcome to The Comedian Next Door on the FLF Network, we think. (laughs) Are we still on the FLF Network? We are. Uh, It's, uh, if you're... Here, Carl, if you're listening to us, uh, then we have failed because our goal is to be as obscure and difficult to find as possible. We want yeah. many errors. We want to change networks. We want to uh, make adjustments in the app so that it doesn't work. We want podcasts to disappear from the lineup. We want—we just want it to be hard. Mm-hmm. We want, want you, you want the whole podcast to ninja. We. <laughs> We do. We want you. We want you to feel like you've really accomplished something. It's like you... an
2: escape room. That same appeal. The reason people like to pay money to try to get out of a locked closet. Mm-hmm.
0: It's right. The same
2: reason they want to listen to this podcast. Right. It's there, there
0: are a lot of, of podcast platforms, and so if you were to release each sequential episode on a different one, and you had to hunt for it, <gasps> that would be interesting.
2: There's a premise. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Find the podcast. Uh-huh. That's uh, well, there's uh, Carl thinks that's what we're doing. We've gotten some emails from people. It's like, hey, what's going on? Why did you guys take September off?
2: And well, we're like, uh. and we didn't announce at any point that the app was going to need to be refreshed. Now, if you had the FLF app this whole year, they were sending out notifications. Like every week or so right. just saying, Hey, don't forget to update the app. Oh. But I tried to update it and there was no way to do that. It didn't work for me. So don't
1: forget to update the app, which is impossible.
2: It didn't tell us how. And so I tried and it didn't work. So I just deleted it and then then re-downloaded and installed it. Yeah. And but then it worked. It has a name change. It's not even called the FLF app now. It's, now
1: it's called Franklin. No. What is it called? <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Now it's cal- it's called Pub TV. Oh. So we're on the Pub TV network, I guess. But it's hosted by the pub FLF TV. network.
0: You can fight, laugh and feast in a pub.
1: They're so trying that, to that do, do all more of those video. things in a pub. Like they're yeah.
2: really they're trying to make room for more like video series and things. Right. So that's why now the app is more conducive to like video. So. Right.
1: Right, which Videos, popular. A lot of people like video.
2: And you can still find our podcast on the website, on the FLFnetwork.org or .com? Org well, no, it's com. It's com.
1: Right? dot .gov.
2: Probably not that.
1: Dot edu. But,
2: but again, if I knew and I was very clear about the whole thing, that'd be very off brand. So right. Just you, go find it. If
1: you understood, if you know exactly what we're talking about, again, we failed. So. Uh,
2: it's somewhere on the Internet and it's on an app somewhere that used to be called the FLF Network app. And you can search for FLF Network in the Play Store and all you will get is the logo that you're used to seeing and pub TV, mm-hmm. which is what it says. now. So
1: it isn't a Play Store.
2: Yeah. Okay. It is. But That which is Android. Download it. The,
1: the I the app Apple Store App Store? What is it called on an iPhone? I don't even have The App Store. App Store.
0: Okay. I don't have one. No. But I mean there are benefits to missing all of September cuz now you get to binge, which is nice. You don't got to wait, you know, wait weeks and weeks for content. You just mm-hmm.
2: Is that something Carl usually does. Oh yeah, they, they
0: probably start their day with it, and then
2: No mm-hmm. the waits for oh, it with bated breath.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: For this that we're recording mm-hmm. right now.
0: Yep. At nine o'clock at night on a
1: yep whatever day Thursday. It is. Thursday. There's a little Thursday. chill in the air. It's becoming uh, cold.
2: Totally worth it, Carl. So uh, <laughs> we've got so we've got. I
1: want the peaches to tell Carl why you're opposed to every person having representation in literature why why do you want some people to be overlooked why are you in favor of marginalization
2: yeah i went to the library yesterday
1: now i think it's important that we remind you carl that we don't live in new york city we don't live in los angeles we don't live in a major not detroit we don't live in a major metropolitan area we don't live in san francisco this is podunk Indiana or wherever wherever we live, Podunk, nowhere.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Because a lot of people are like, well, you know, all of this progressive anti-Christian liberalism is concentrated in the big cities and it's not going to make its way out into middle America. And, okay, go ahead.
2: Well, I also have access to the South Branch Library.
1: We have two libraries in, in Podunk, County. Indiana.
2: Uh. In- yeah. Well, technically, our library system includes Rocheville and um, Green, Greentown. Oh,
0: okay. That's
2: four. And no, Tipton is a separate one. Our library card doesn't work in Tipton, just so you know.
1: But if we want to go from Podunk, Indiana to Nowhere, Indiana, <laughs> we can use the library branch there. And if we want to use the library in Boondocks, Indiana... Just outside of nowhere, we can also use the same library card there. Yeah. And that library has almost 12 books in it.
2: Well, <laughs> my point is that um, I've been told our south branch is even more conservative than the main branch because it depends on the well, actual librarians. Well, because it's
1: four miles outside of the downtown area.
2: Well, the so librarians. It's progressively
1: more conservative.
2: Individual librarians have full <laughs> in their individual libraries, and so depending on the staff at each building, there's a different kind of culture there. Oh, so, I didn't
1: know that. I thought that they were. I thought there was a massive library overlord who controlled the.
2: Well, there's the ALA, right. the American Librarians a-la. Association, I think.
1: A-la. But which um, is what, which is how you put ice cream on pie, Allah. <laughs>
2: I feel very <laughs> scattered. I feel like...
1: I think John is caffeinated this evening. I am tired. Also, okay.
2: either my microphone or my headphones are cutting in and out, and that is also distracting. That's kind
1: of a theme for you. That was what was happening on Skeezer. So too. is that what we're, we're talking about, libraries today?
2: Okay. What I'm libraries? trying to say is that when there was the scuttlebutt that Carl may remember where they were having a rainbow flag-themed art project for children. It was mm. geared toward children, and it was a June event on the library's calendar. Oh, my that gosh. Was...
1: I don't even remember that. You
2: don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> no. My children and I went no. to the main room. I branch. should pay attention
1: to
0: this podcast. Oh, that's right. You did a little countercultural.
2: Well, we went to check it out. I took my kids there, yeah. and I sat outside of the room because I was waiting to see how many people actually showed up how and they were. How many rainbow people and... showed up. So and you I read loudly
0: to... from the King James.
2: Um, no, I read from... Um, a book about why God made our bodies. (laughs) So anyway, so
1: Genesis,
2: anyway, that happened at the main branch, but as a reactionary like response to it, the South branch library held a, an event that was sponsored by the, um, uh, freedom uh, moms for Liberty. So moms for Liberty had their event at the South branch library called Freedom hour, story hour, or something like that. Freedom! And it was a competing thing. Like, it was intentionally competing at the same day, at the same time, just a different location.
1: So the library branches were competing with one another?
2: I'm not sure if the librarians knew that was what was happening, but yes, the Moms for Liberty purposefully scheduled this event at the at South the Branch time. at the same time as the Rainbow Pride one at the main See, branch. I didn't know
1: we were going to get so, into all this.
2: Anyway, it's such a
0: funny place for these kind of fights to go down. The library. To, you have to be quiet. <laughs> no,
1: yeah.
2: Anywhere there are women present is a perfect place for these <laughs> passive-aggressive fights to happen, but... You
1: don't belong
2: here. You don't don't sign men at the library. (laughs) So this is what I walked past. Carl can't see this picture, but I took it so I would remember. There's this picture I took of a display Mm -hmm. with a sign that has a red hand, and it says stop. Like It looks like a stop sign. Right. These books have been challenged, it says at the top. And then underneath that, it says, browsing of library materials is currently not available. And then the display is just an empty bookshelf with right. several like places books would be op- like on top of it, but they're empty. So, Right. Uh, I didn't
1: understand that. I didn't understand that whole sign. And the, these books have been... Challenged. Yeah, challenged. Did you until- read what I posted today?
2: Yes, I'm going to get to that. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. We're getting Luke, to that. Luke found something very helpful that that will make a nice he's so but yesterday i took this other picture too because on the other side of the same empty display case it said the top 13 most challenged books of 2022 Mm -hmm. um the american library association tracked 1269 challenges i can't read (laughs) 1259 challenges
1: 69 challenges that doesn't seem like very is that nationwide
2: yeah i think so in 2022. Of the 2571 unique titles that were challenged or banned in 2022, here are the top 13 most challenged. Mm-hmm. And then there are there's a list here and I am familiar with some of these already because I researched them when we were talking when about you were doing this a few them, months ago.
1: the rainbow thing in, back in June.
2: Back in June because I was trying to share actual quotes from these books. Right. Um with people who were trying to defend them, one of them is Flamer. Um, one of Flamer. them is "All Boys Aren't Blue." Mm-hmm. I was I read both of the not the whole books, but I read. Um, what about, quotes from those? Is
1: books. this book is gay? Is that on there?
2: Yeah, yes. yes. This, this book is, is a gay, gay. book. And um, to- "Crank" by Eileen Hopkins. That one is about drug addiction. It it has several um, several How-tos. graphic um, descriptions of this girl. Getting high and and being in front of other people who were also getting high, and then also <laughs> this like, book
0: is high. This book is gay. This well, book is high, and then also and
2: this book has with a sex. drinking problem. Every single one of these, it says the reason for them being challenged, LGBTQIA plus content or claimed to be sexually explicit. It says they have LGBTQ content or claimed to be sexually explicit. It's not just a claim. It means unobjectionably true they have sexually explicit content in them and well that's why not in this
1: deconstructed channels. culture where everybody decides oh my gosh their own definition I promise of explicit you,
2: i promise you the people who are rising to defend this because they believe in quote free speech or they want everybody to be represented in literature mm-hmm. they have not read the questionable excerpts they haven't read because i got i got the court of the. i midst. am actually a little
1: surprised to hear you say that
2: a Court of Mist and Fury. I promise you that the, the majority of the people who are defending the books have not read them. I I, well, you. that's
1: probably true. That's,
2: I'm, what I'm saying is... But
1: are you insinuating that if they were to read it, they would be scandalized yes.
2: at some level? Yes. Can you believe
1: what she's saying?
2: I'm talking about the average woman whose children are going to public school who may find this book in their child's backpack or who may hear that it's being removed from their child's library. Mm-hmm. The average mother does not want their child to read these books. Okay. They just right. don't know. And that's what's okay. ironic about it. And I thought this when I walked past this display yesterday. Here's the here's a picture of thirteen titles of books that were challenged in twenty twenty two. It's literally pictures of the covers of the books mm-hmm. after decades of being told not to judge a book by its cover. <laughs> they are telling us here's thirteen book covers that have been challenged. That you
1: should be upset have when, been no context
2: Challenged. with no actual excerpts yeah, from yeah. the books in them.
1: <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's yes. true.
2: <laughs> You're being invited to judge these thirteen books by their covers. But I went and read, you know, parts that were inside past the covers. Did you? Uh the court you were just
1: cherry picking.
2: I, I was, but a court of mist and fury is a legit literatica, as they call it. Like there's like six or eight different scenes. It's like watching a a porn film, but with In words. Your mind. It's described with right. words instead of shot with a camera. Right. And so the whole storyline is just to try to generate that tension or that interest for the reader, so that they can pay them off with these, like several of them. There's several scenes. In fact, there's a a person on the internet whose blog is called The Book Nanny, where she will describe for you why a book is flagged or triggered triggering and challenge will we'll give you all of the trigger warnings chapter by chapter she'll even say read to this paragraph and when you read this s- sentence stop, stop reading and skip until you get to this sentence <laughs> you're kidding i'm not kidding
1: <laughs> how can you even do that how can she you even,
2: does but how can you
1: count how can you not read while you're trying to find a particular sentence later on? You just have to.
2: She says, she'll give you the number of paragraphs. She'll say it's like four or five paragraphs. And then when you get to this par- this sentence, you'll be okay. Is
0: Fifty Shades of Grey on this banned list? Or is it specifically these that are targeted towards
1: children? That Fifty are- Shades of Grey is probably too old, isn't it?
2: Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. Most people are familiar with it enough that if they were to see it in their kid's library, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have to read it to know right. that if, that doesn't belong there. It's not
1: specifically like children's or adolescent literature either, is oh, it? Oh,
2: this, this um, thing was put out by... Um, oh, shoot. I have to go get the postcard from my computer back. Cause the, well, what, tell Carl what the sign right, said, Well, though. you referenced it. It was this postcard, actually, that I brought home with me that mm. says all readers deserve to see themselves represented in literature. Mm-hmm. And that is being put out by Young Penguin, I believe, Which is Penguin is a publishing house Mm -hmm. and Young is their branch for youth, children, and so yes, this is these are books. All readers deserve to be
1: represented in all of them, yeah. And you disagree.
2: Do you want? I'll go get the um, postcard if you want to read your thing. This is the thing,
1: you know, this is the thing that she is she's closed minded here and exclusive because she doesn't think that axe murderers, for example, should be able to see themselves in literature in a positive way. What are you what are She, you she doesn't me? think...
2: Uh, that's your thing that you found from the meme policeman, which is very... She doesn't
1: think that military dictators should be able to see themselves in oh. a positive light in literature as they're yeah. oppressing and overthrowing it's, countries.
0: It's, and they use the whole free speech angle, which they use very selectively, because, I mean, there's people in England who's getting they're getting arrested for praying outside of abortion centers and stuff so I was like they're uh, not actually yeah, those charges got dropped but yeah oh, did it good yeah good um so I had been seeing from some of my more untrustworthy contacts about reading banned books <laughs> here's um, a
2: diplomatic way to put it
0: <laughs> the people that I follow
1: Just to shake my head every day. People he's
2: friends with on Facebook that... (laughs) I have
1: people like that. That, I have people that I I read their updates and I get their quotes just to see how fringe and crazy people are. And I've I've attempted
0: before to engage, but now I just just leave them up to see. I just screenshot and put it on my blog now. (laughs) Yeah. I don't... Uh, So I guess I sort of passively, aggressively posted this just in response to them because they're all about the fact that I'm going to read my kids' banned books and all
1: the free speech. i
2: purposely read them. I'm going to purposely read them, yeah. purposely book read them banned books. Yeah.
1: I've never read a book in my life, but I'm going to go and get this, <laughs> this one.
2: This will be my first. <laughs> I'll
1: have my kids help me with the big words. So I, I
0: follow a page on Facebook called The Meme Policeman, um, and I highly recommend it. They do yeah. very good Research um, and they're constantly uh, debunking sites like uh, the other ninety-eight percent and oh my um, gosh, you know those. I've screenshotted them a few times. Yes, um, and so the other ninety-eight percent had posted "Happy banned Books Week." Here are the most banned books from public school libraries and schools in the U.S. That's mm-hmm. what their post was, and then here comes the meme policeman that says, <laughs> "Actually, <He's
1: like>, tweet, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Actually, none of these books are banned. Uh, they uh, they aren't um, banned. They are quote challenged, um, and the ones that are banned are banned in countries outside of the United States, right. um, which is not right. Was not hinted at in the other ninety eight percent. So the banned book list is almost exclusively means that they have been challenged, um, and the way challenging happens is. Anybody can challenge a book through a local school board or a city council. Um, And then that all gets lumped up into data of banned and challenged books, which is misleading because they're all just challenged books. Right. But when you say banned, any books been banned? Uh, (laughs) I don't.
2: This is a list of books that are, have been banned or challenged or have eaten someone alive while they were asleep. (laughs) That's this list. Yeah, it's a list of books that have been <laughs> books challenged or banned, <laughs>
1: challenged or banned, or have been swallowed by children. Right, books, and yeah. who books, choked books to that death. have been used to yeah. kill
2: someone in homicidal <laughs> Been used rage. to fell trees. Yes. <laughs>
1: books you yeah. need
0: a, a special license to read. <laughs> top,
2: top thirteen slaughtered
1: endangered <laughs> <Yeah>. porpoises.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: according to the ALA, which that's what it is, the right. whatever library association, association. ALA. Yes, uh, they admit that they do not consider weeding of any item based on criteria defined in a library or school district's policy to be a ban, nor do we characterize a temporary reduction in access resulting in the need from review to be a ban.
2: Right, so, so if since a book is challenged or if it is under review and it's temporarily removed from libraries and schools, that's right. not a ban. Right. Yes, so, so
0: it says thus... The the vast majority of, quote, bans in the news are simply schools removing them or moving the books due to school policies on explicit content and age appropriateness. They are not real bans. And by calling it banned book week, week, you're being incredibly manipulative. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, and I read some of the crazy people that I follow, Mm -hmm. you know, will post memes about how people who burn books are never the good guys and it's like <laughs> who's burning books who is burning books you know books? who is burning books
0: there were a lot of people who burned like their harry potter books in protest of jk Rowling being a <laughs> turf yeah so. but the,
1: well yeah that's true that's
2: a trans exclusionary radical feminist group. That's yeah. true
1: but the, but the way <laughs> that it's presented don't speak is that there's this that there's these powerful censuring forces at work in the United States that are preventing your children from reading literature. And, right. and that's the the narrative. And you get these simpletons who are like, I can't believe that they're banning books in America. Whoever thought that we would ban books in America? And it's like, you just don't know what you're t- talking about. Right. Well, and, just-
0: and the woman who was up in arms about this, that is on my page, um, and the comments from women under that, Post, we're talking about. I was such a bookworm as a child, and my children will be too. They're not, they're not taking these from us. I'm like, you weren't reading these kind of books. These books didn't exist when you were growing up.
2: Um, yes, they did. They probably what? did. They did, and they probably read them they, right. because what? they still. They read... were like
0: Susan B. Anthony books back That's then.
2: Not and... what they're. Boxcar
0: children. And-
1: well, it's it's not like it's not like porn is just a thing that showed up in 2020. You it's know, been around for a long time. That's fair.
2: Yeah. So the library also sends me a monthly newsletter because um, I haven't figured out not? how to unsubscribe yet. So, um, <laughs> but this is what
1: There's something kind of ironic about that too.
2: This is what the top picks were for. Um, for the Kokomo-Howard County Public Library System, this, this, you, these are the you recommendations. You know what happened? I'll bet
1: they banned the instructions on how to unsubscribe from their newsletter.
2: I, I see it right down here. So, so these it.
1: are our library people recommendations.
2: Recommendations based on top picks of the month. So things By who? That people, based on how many they're checked out and okay. how, often, okay. how many are checking them out. And so how it's the objective. hold How many holds are placed on them, I believe. It's probably also... Recommend. It's
1: not staff picks. It probably
2: is also staff picks, too, because it does say there is another list down there that's. Oh, well, the
1: staff is not ultra conservative. So here are right. the things like that are matters. being here
2: are the Here are the things being read. Um, the Measure by Nikki Ehrlich. I don't know what that is. Payback in Death by J.D. Robb. 23 and a Half Lies by James Patterson. Cross Down by James Patterson. Um, out of Nowhere by Sandra Brown. Identity by Nora Roberts. So these are, oh, Holly by Stephen King.
0: These I, are old people books. No, I, these are not young adult books. I read
2: they're
1: not, they're a lot.
2: all crappy novels. They're, they're crappy all... novels.
1: I read a lot of James Patterson when I was traveling. Right. Years right. ago. On right. Because You're not available. a
0: young, you're not a kid.
1: Well, I was younger then when no, I was reading those right. books. And here's what happened with me and James Patterson. James Patterson. First few James Patterson books I read, I thought, okay, these are pretty good stories. Yeah, they're pretty graphic and they're pretty grisly and and obviously they don't come from a Judeo-Christian background. But I was young and uh, dumb and, and I thought, hey, it's not gonna hurt me. I'm solid in my faith, I'm gonna read this. But as the years went by and I read more and more James Patterson books, I discovered two things. One, there's a, they're formulaic. Mm-hmm. I mean, but he's, mm-hmm. he's written a lot of books and when you read a lot of James Patterson books, you just start to, okay, I I could do this. I got to the point where I could write a James Patterson book because right. I recognized the formula right. and they were, they were intentionally um, provocative. It wasn't, it wasn't a story anymore as much as it was just hitting that buzzer for outrageous, right. you know, the very grisly graphic crimes and, super demented uh criminals the criminals kept getting more and more demented and more and more twisted and it was just i i just didn't i just quit reading it here's the top 10
2: adult audio books because it's Bad enough that <laughs> it's bad enough that we're reading bad novels. Now no, so these these
1: are specifically I adult I don't even want to talk, yes. we need to talk oh, okay. about whether or not listening to an audio book is actually reading. I say it's not, but that's a different topic. I'm, You're wrong. I'm
2: talking about the adult books because I want you to know what the parents are ingesting okay. who are so proud of their kids uh, for sorry, reading. I'm sorry. I
1: thought we were still on the kid thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat>
2: it's, uh, okay, Obsessed by James Patterson, The Wish by Nicholas Sparks. Everybody knows who Nicholas Sparks is. Um. It starts with us by Colleen Hoover. You don't know Nicholas Sparks?
0: No, but go ahead. The Notebook?
2: Yeah, Nicholas Sparks wrote The Notebook. I don't care. And, like, everything else that was in the top seller list. I don't in care.
1: The hey, you, guess book. what, Carl and children of mine? <laughs> I've never seen The Notebook.
2: Yeah, but you know, uh, you know the, the title. It's like I haven't read Fifty Shades of Grey either, but, like, we know who it appeals to
1: everybody has seen a notebook and you also on earth except me
2: i'm pretty sure you even know the big twist you know the spoiler i do i know i know
1: the story story. but i've never seen it okay
2: so don't be like oh i haven't seen it it's like you're trying to sound a lot less in the know than you are because you're kind of hipster and you're like i I didn't say i
1: didn't know it i just (laughs) said i haven't seen it
2: yes that was what you were trying to make it sound like.
1: You know what I have seen? Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> so have me. So uh, me. Never seen an old book, <laughs> but I have seen Brokeback Mountain in its entirety.
2: That's fantastic. <laughs> I
1: don't okay.
2: think that was
0: a Nicholas Sparks.
2: <laughs> the point is the same story. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is. And we've made this point before. I didn't. This isn't original with me either. This is from Andy Wilson. Nate Wilson talks about this on his podcast. That you can't just be like, "Oh, I'm so proud of my kids. They love food. My whole family's a food lover. We right. love food. Right, it's right. like right, right. you are consuming McDonald's Happy Meals at every single Cheetos. meal. It's crap. The stuff you're the stuff you are putting in your brain is not good for you just because it was typed up with. Letters.
1: That is that is a great point that is not original with you, and I don't think it's necessarily original with Andy Wilson either. But the no. the concept, the concept that literature of any type is excellent for people. Right. So my kids are such readers, and it's like, what are you reading? Right. It, there was a day when uh, I read comic books. I wasn't a voracious comic book guy. But I went through a phase where I would go down to the Hooks drugstore on the corner and I would buy whatever uh, Spider-Man comic books were available. Oh, yeah. And so, by the
2: way, that's one of the top movies on this list. Spider-Man. spider um, Yeah. I was a, I was a Spider-Man guy.
1: So I, I read a plan. And it didn't go on for, for years and years and years. But it went on for a little while. I would read some Spider-Man comics. But even as I was reading the comic books, I didn't... I didn't dare tell people. Oh yes, I'm a reader.
2: <laughs> because I, read the I knew back that, the back of a cereal box every morning.
1: Yeah, because I understood that reading comic books is not the same as consuming classic literature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or any literature, whether it's classic or not, any actual literature is not the same as reading a graphic novel or a comic book. I knew that. But apparently some of my peers did not.
2: Oh yeah. And now those same peers have grandchildren, and those grandchildren deserve to be able to get their hands on this book. Is gay? Gosh right. darn it!
1: Because it's literature, actually, and literature is good for you.
2: That one, this book is gay, is actually designed and built as a textbook. It's being it's being sold to book to schools as a how sex to ed. Yes, a sex ed manual for queer kids.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: Yes. And so it's like, that's why it's so frank. It's just, they're using really explicit and slang words because they're trying to just show children not to be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of your bodies. Don't be ashamed of your tendencies well, and your preferences. Has,
1: that is also something that I will take partial credit for, not personally, but my, but my generation, yeah, yeah of, of the whole, don't be ashamed of your body, the body is done. It didn't really start with my generation. It was actually your Uh, Would it be your grandparents? My parents? Well, the 60s, Hugh Hefner and the whole Playboy thing, and there's nothing to be, women shouldn't be ashamed of their bodies. That that was kind of coming around during the 60s and certainly the 70s. But it came into its own in the 80s when I was growing up, and there was just so much illicit, unapologetic immorality on television that, um, I mean, it wasn't, It was just out in the open and it was just understood and assumed that promiscuity wasn't, everybody did it. Everybody did it. And there was a, there was the beginnings of, we're going to start distributing condoms in school. I I was in junior high school when they started talking about doing that. And, and the logic was because uh, everybody's going to do it. You know, your your kids are going to do it. So, so don't you want them to be safe? When they do it. That was that was in the eighties. I remember that being part of the school uh conversation that mm-hmm. was going on. And there was a bunch of parents who were like, You're not gonna start giving condoms out in the <laughs> But but they but
2: they did. They did. Yeah. yeah. So I here's here's the thing. In my research um on a couple <laughs> of these books, I found a statement by the author, I believe it was the author of this book is gay. And this is a person who considers himself or herself. Itself? itself. This is a
1: being that considers itself.
2: Considers itself queer.
1: This author is gay.
2: Yes, this <laughs> author is gay. And the statement at the very top of this article was basically, you are." it's not really about kids' safety. If it were really about kids' safety, we'd be talking about gun control.
1: Ah, that
2: was the statement at the time. Yes, that was the response. The this what aboutism? That was <laughs> the that was the what right. that that he chose to go with because right. instead of responding to why he thought it was necessary to use all like there's like a to list. his
1: point. I would. I think it is time that we get the firearms out of the school libraries.
2: Mm-hmm. I I thought about this though. If I walked into a library. And there was an open display case of guns. If there was guns sitting on the shelf, mm-hmm. unlocked mm-hmm. and loaded, mm-hmm. I would rather my child accidentally shoot himself in the foot with a pistol <laughs> than stumble. Then read that gay book. Than stumble on the mind damaging step because you cause No, I get your You point. can go and you can dig a bullet out of his foot and you can sew it back up. And you
1: can say what did we learn? And
2: physically he will be okay again. Yeah. And mentally you will never unsee the images that this creep is drawing in his book. Oh, they're Oh, they're just diagrams. Oh, you know, we just need There's one of these books in here that's a graphic cartoon uh, graphic novel. It's mm-hmm. like cartoons. He's drawn comics. Right. With sex positions. Right. I do not want that in my child's Mind, brain. Right. You can't pull that out. The doctor can't cut that out. You can't stitch it up. That's way mm-hmm. worse. Mm-hmm. Way mm-hmm. more damage. Well, the
1: implication the implication in that is that when you say it's just it's just a diagram, it's just a drawing, they're cartoons, blah 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 the implication is that it really doesn't matter what you think. Right. It doesn't matter what you put in your brain. It doesn't matter. But it's, we just know, a, it's just a thought, but Luke. But we
2: know for sure that that is not true because that's why we prosecute sexual crimes. That's why these children grow into adults who talk about the trauma of their childhood for the rest of their lives. They talk about how damaging it was. They talk about how, how they are not okay and how they never will be okay because abuse particularly sexual abuse, is not the physical trauma. It's not the physical trauma that messes them up right. forever. It's, the, it's um, the, emotional, the emotional, psychological stuff that they are now trying to pass on yeah. to my children because they don't even know how how screwed up they are. They don't even know how much they've damaged the brains they've been given with this content. And now they're like it's normal. And it's like no it's not. It shouldn't be. And it sh- and I will not let you sexually abuse my children like you have been sexually abused, which has caused you to now identify as LGBTQ, you know. That's that's my I would rather my kid find a loaded gun. I re- I really would.
1: Well, the the author is how do I put this nicely? Not very bright if to even draw that parallel to say we should be talking about gun control and it's like well there are no guns in school <laughs> so so there you go i mean we are we are keenly aware of the potential danger of firearms in the school that's why they're not allowed they don't have as you say they don't have a display case of guns in the library right. for kids to handle and and experiment with and right, learn about. But
2: they're still operating under the misleading and, uh, well, under the lie, the deceptive argument that now these books, these precious books like Crank, are completely inaccessible all over the place, that you can't find right. them anywhere in the United right. States. Right, if
1: you pull it out of the school, then you're putting them in a fire in the right. town square. And that's
2: what they want to do with the guns. They want to literally make it so that you can't find them anywhere because right. then somebody might hurt themselves with it. And right. it's like, no, honestly, <laughs> I would rather my kids hurt themselves physically than mess themselves up psychologically, which is what's being done to these these poor kids in this subculture where their parents are like, "Yes, children, read whatever you want, and we're going to support our gay friends by you know also joining them in this well, psychosis. So that's...
0: go ahead if you're a, a if you're the child of a parent who would get that book for you, mm. like it's not the book like you're already screwed up and ruined if if your parents meaning you meaning would, the home
1: environment yeah, yeah. I, don't think
2: so. they, I don't think they usually hand sexually explicit books to their child but they do brag about handing them a library card and then right. turning them loose well know?
1: and I think you oh, and you said you know my thing. child my child can read yes children read this book if you want to I don't think the children do I think I think children particularly at an age you know before they reach puberty now it, it's going to vary from child to child but but little kids for example they're going to go they're going to go and get books that they are interested in they're not really right. interested in sex well, but that's at that why
2: age. that's why
1: they have to be pushed into it by an adult
2: right but that's why now they're crossing into graphic novels now they're now right. putting images to it they're now trying they're trying right. desperately to sear these images into impressionable children's minds at an earlier and earlier age to to damage them, to to traumatize them in a way that makes them keep coming back to it more and more and more. And so that's yeah, they could feasibly stumble upon it now. Now that there are cartoons, now that there are, you know, diagrams and other things that are being included.
1: It's just a cartoon.
2: Um, I found this. I brought the um,
1: I saw that. We call
2: it. What is this
1: postcard? Postcard. I
2: brought the postcard, and I had forgotten that what it says on the other side. So the front it says, "Every reader deserves to see themselves in a book,"
1: and it looks like it was written in about
2: 1941.
1: Yeah, that's like the oldest.
2: This is from Penguin Young Readers. That's who put out this postcard, Hmm. and then on this side it says, "I believe in teachers and librarians." I believe in teachers and librarians.
1: So do I. I've seen some with my own eyes. <laughs> I have empirical um, evidence that they exist.
2: Access to books and the freedom of information is fundamental to our society. I
1: believe in teachers and librarians. Now, that they don't mean like I believe that they exist. What they mean is that I I trust and affirm their expertise in, yeah. in being able to supply my children with books that will be... Edifying and good for them. Right, that's so what that statement does. Means. That
2: include when those teachers and librarians say, "Yeah, this is age inappropriate. This is actually bad for they your." Would child. never say that. We're not going to let them check this book out. They would it
1: never say that. Would
2: damage them. Some do. There are still some teachers and librarians, which is how they're getting moved. These well, they will get shouted challenged. down by
1: people like Stephen King and the the loud celebrities who are who have also never read books, but. I honestly don't want to see them burned on in the courthouse lawn. I
2: honestly don't think there's anything Stephen King can do. Like when you, when you crack open one of the books and read it out loud in a, in a uh, meeting in a board meeting with the school board, it's powerful. And they
1: usually close. They usually end the meeting. They usually yeah, tell they you you're books. out of order. They don't
2: that. leave those books there because parents are now threatening to sue the school system for sexual harassment.
1: So then what right. are we still talking about here? Well, that's what we need to this? continue
2: to do. Well, we need to continue to what call are we still talking about?
0: a spade a spade because right. what culture does is they just deem this stuff, okay, we'll just, this is adult content. Or or a lot of like OnlyFans people are like, oh, come see my spicy content. It's like, mm-hmm. no, this is all just evil. It's
2: evil. Porn. It's evil. Right.
0: And we need to call it what it is. Right. What it's we're not still adult talking content. about is what it's Luke for nobody.
2: Out, or, or what Luke's meme policeman pointed out is that what? they are now just using deceptive language these are librarians who i will not trust until they start using words truthfully you mean you
1: won't believe in them
2: instead of (laughs) deceptively they're currently now saying things like every reader deserves to see themselves in a book well that's code for i should be able to put pornography in front of a child without you making a fuss and it's like no i'm not going to trust you until you stop doing that so yeah what we're talking about now is well, you we here at this table are talking about pornography still, but the libraries who are having these um, displays and these you know special book banned book weeks, they're not talking about it. They're mm-hmm. dancing around the issue on purpose because rather than being people who are in the business of words and truth and using words to declare truth, they are now using words now in the business of using words to obfuscate truth and to hide um, mm-hmm. evil to protect right. evil,
1: right? Well, there's a, there is a uh, disconnect too in the messaging because you've got every, every reader deserves to see themselves in a book. And what that means is that this is who they are. And so they deserve to see who they are in the books. But also we're being told that this book is gay is a textbook for teaching children who they are right so if you've got no you don't need to teach somebody
2: the textbook is now for affirming who they claim to be already that's that's it they're asking kindergartners now who they think they are and then they just they just keep agreeing you're not allowed to disagree with a person ever even if they're four years old if the first thing that they say is the thing you need to roll with, right? And so they're not necessarily well, so the assu- trying. The to assumption that. is that
1: whoever somebody thinks they are, that's who they
2: are. Well, that's not even the assumption. What every reader deserves to see themselves in a book means is literally: if this book has a gay character in it, you need to agree with it. That's it. It's only about LGBTQ, right now. They've noticed that of those thirteen books, the vast majority of them were put out by gender nonconforming or queer. Authors. Hmm. Why? Because it's a reflection of their extremely sexually charged culture. They're obsessed with sex. That's why they identify with it. They, right. ev- everything about right. their day, everything about their mind is completely driven by their sexual appetite all the time.
1: LGBTQ people don't write books about beekeeping.
2: No, <laughs> they don't. <laughs>
1: beekeeping.
2: <LGBT> <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. That's they won't get noticed if they do. Like the only reason that they're even being they're being paid attention to at all is because they get to claim that they have a status as a, you know, a marginalized group. Well,
1: it's their authentic selves, and you can't yeah. deny their authentic selves. And
2: so they get a poster now in the Kokomo Howard County Public Library, yeah. that features their yeah. book, well, the cover of their book on a poster. Because they identify as gay, so that's it. it really
1: is outrageous. I, yeah. I mean, if we went in and demanded that they be that they showcase Christian literature or, or the Bible, if they if they, we demand that you we want to see the want to see the Bible, I mean. It would. They would be like, "No, you can't do that. That's discrimination. <laughs> We're not going to show favoritism to that religion right. over the there, there. There would be no. Well,
2: what's funny is it wouldn't even be a debate. One of the books that's actually been banned in the past. One of the books that's a classic book that's on the banned list is To Kill, a, Mo- Progress. To Kill oh. a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. Why was To Kill a Mockingbird impossible to get in school libraries for a while?
0: Doesn't have the N word.
2: Yes. So it has the N word. So who was leading the charge to get that book banned?
1: Doesn't doesn't AL, uh, Huckleberry Finn? Have uh, it too? What is it? The yeah, Huckleberry Finn too. ACLU. Yeah. Is yeah. well, did. and that most of the banned books in of history, many of the banned books in history are because of racial things right. and not because of sexual things. It's because there was right. inappropriate language or racial. They're
2: rewriting Roald stuff, like they're changing um, chunks of. Um, uh, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. And did he write James and the Giant Peach, too? Yeah. I think that was the one that they...
1: And he also wrote The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Did he? Yep.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, gosh. Anyway, that's a <laughs> rabbit <trick>. But
1: <laughs> One of my favorite movies and one that Peaches is, always rolls her eyes big, big when friendly I talk giant about. It too, yes, right? BFG. Yeah.
2: When there are actual... When there are people actually trying to censor material... Because of the values in it, or because of the worldview of it, not just the sexual content, but like the actual, the belief system that's being, you know, heralded or upheld. It's the left, it's the left who keeps saying that, you know, this is going to offend the wrong crowd, and like, for equality's sake and for inclusion's sake, we've got to... Deplatform these old dead white guys so that we can platform right, because these... they're res-
1: because yes. they're racist and they're. Yes.
2: So that's what's ironic about every reader deserves to see themselves in a book. It's like well, unless you've been part of the powerful class for way too long, in which case, like, just right. be happy with what you've already got. Right? Man. They don't
1: mean that. They don't mean <laughs> every reader. They mean they mean readers that they agree with.
2: Right. I mean readers who are trying to hide behind a, an identity, a protected class identity. They
1: specifically mean sexually explicit gay people.
2: Right. Sexually explicit. That's what they mean. Yep. 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 Yep.
1: Sexually explicit perverts should be able to see themselves. They deserve to see themselves in literature. And
2: if we were clear about this, if we used our words to be as clear as we possibly can on the subject. It wouldn't look like this postcard. And that's the irony. While I was sitting in the library yesterday, what I was thinking was, the irony of me holding this postcard in my hand—that's just jam-packed full of propaganda. It's fluff. It's not. It's not to the point. It's not helping people understand an issue better. It's not teaching them the difference between a challenged book and a banned book. It's nope. not teaching them the list is it's actually It's intended made to book.
0: create a, an emotional yep. reaction. That, yep, that's a great. And point. I got
2: it from the library. Right. I got this propaganda from the propaganda from the center in
1: podunk yeah. indiana come
0: here learn think for yourself yep. enjoy our expand propaganda expand your
1: mind yeah. yep yeah.
2: that does not happen anymore most people don't read most people if they even crack a book open at all they just absorb and it's a completely different process it's not the same thing never mind the audiobook conversation like <laughs> <laughs> even well, if they are we're, actually reading
1: right we're, well we're out of time but, that, but this actually would dovetail and segue into something that I was that I wanted to talk about but really who cares what I want to talk about we'll are out of. We'll nobody. talk about it next time
2: it doesn't matter nobody can hear us talking <laughs> <laughs> because they're all looking for even, us even on if, Spotify and we're not there even if
1: you were here Carl you wouldn't care about <laughs> what I have to say
2: Thanks for visiting the Comedian's House. If you want to spend more time with our family, you can follow John Branion on YouTube and Facebook. Also email nextdoor at johnbranion.com with your comments and questions. We'll see you next time. See you next time.